I'm Marnie Nasher, publisher of the Central New York Business Journal, and would like to welcome everyone to our latest CNY Business Journal interview series. Please stay up to date by viewing our website daily at cnybj.com regarding the news and impact that the coronavirus is having on all businesses in Central New York. Now I have the pleasure to welcome Ryan Benz, partner of Redev CNY, located in Syracuse. Ryan, thanks for joining me again. Marty, thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So uh, please share with us, uh, for those unfamiliar with Redev CNY, what is it and how long have you been around for? Yeah, so Redev CNY is a development company that's focused on the redevelopment of the central New York market. Uh, we have a multitude of projects really focused on the downtown Syracuse uh, part of the part of the market. And, uh, you know, being three years young, we're just starting to branch out right now. And uh, we're looking at some other projects um, away from downtown Syracuse and kind of across central New York as a as a, a larger market. At this point. Okay, and you have been extremely active in revitalizing downtown Syracuse. Could you tell me a bit about how you and some of your other ventures have been a part of that? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, it, it, I think it starts with a vision in terms of, you know, our goal at Redev CNY and everything that I do every day really talks about is what does the future of Syracuse look like? And, you know, I have a two-year-old son, Marty, and I think, you know, what kind of a Syracuse do I want him to grow up in? And recognizing there's a whole social conversation, particularly after the last couple of weeks that needs to be had, but really from a really from an architectural or from an amenity perspective or from a communal perspective. Um, you know, we've really been focusing on making sure that Syracuse and downtown is as livable as possible. I think that's the first thing that we've been focusing on. So over the last maybe five or 10 years, there's been a robust um, development on the residential side and, and we're certainly doing quite a bit of, of residential work. Uh, specifically, we have the Whitney Lofts project, which is 16 apartments uh, right in the middle of Salina Street, the 300 block. Um, uh, my partner has uh, another project at the 800 block, which is, uh, I think, 40 units right there. And then he and I together are in contracts on, on a new property a bit further up on North Salina Street. That'll be 150 uh, units a little bit further up on North Salina Street as well. So, uh, you know, the residential side is a really important part of, of making sure that Syracuse is a vibrant place. We need to make sure that people can live here as well as work here. Um, and then, you know, I also own a restaurant called Oh My Darling, and we have the Fitz, which is our, our 1920s speakeasy. And, and so much about a great city is making sure that it's a place that you can not just live, but enjoy the culture and enjoy that vibrancy. And restaurants, I call them cultural anchors, and a restaurant is, is a place where you go with friends, you go to experience life, you go to, to celebrate the best parts of, of being human. Um, and we knew that, you know, when we, when we did the building, when we did the Whitney Lofts building first, we had this beautiful space right across the street from the Landmark Theater and from the Red House. And uh, we said, well, we're not sure what we're gonna do, but let's figure something out. And, and we leaned in on a restaurant because of that, because it adds value to everything that we're already trying to do. Uh, we also own some other properties a bit further south on South Salina Street. I think uh, Jefferson Center, the old Jefferson Center, and we've rebranded that as the Acropolis Center. Um, this particular project is a commercial building, but again, I'm about to put a rooftop bar on the corner of that smoke shop building. Um, we are planning on doing that for this coming spring of 2021, but due to COVID, that might be pushed back you know, a little bit, maybe towards the end of 21 or early 22. 
but again, it's about creating that culture of, of a vibrant downtown community and food and beverage is a big part of that. And I believe that through residential growth and through restaurants and anchors, commercial will start coming back and you'll start seeing a lot more downtown businesses coming back downtown when they realize that that's where the energy is, is back in downtown Syracuse, more so than maybe some of the suburbs. If you could just take us back a little bit, how has the pandemic affected your businesses, your ventures? Yeah, yeah. Uh, each business was affected differently. And I, I think I'll start with Oh My Darling, where obviously, we, you know, as a full service restaurant and bar, uh, we were shut down for just shy of three months. Um, we, we were eligible to participate in the PPP. And with the recent legislation changes that made that up to 20, I think it's 26 weeks or 24 weeks now, particularly for restaurants, you know, that's a really significant game changer and one that that thankfully uh, is there for us now. On the commercial side, you know, unquestionably, some of our commercial tenants have had to close offices and our retail tenants have had to close their retail stores. So we've worked with all of our tenants absolutely where possible to extend our mortgage, which allows them to delay rent payments, you know, on, on a short-term basis. Um, and we'll figure all that stuff down the road. Um, so, you know, we, I think like everybody else, we've had to adopt, we've kind of had to work through some unknowns and uncertainties. Um, but I will say, you know, kind of in, in terms of the reopening phases, Oh My Darling is now reopening uh, for to go. Uh, we're, we're hopeful that the phase three will start in the coming days here so that we can reopen the interior. Um, for Redev CNY as a whole, we continue to do deals. We're continuing to look for other properties. Uh, we're, in, we're submitting another offer right now on a property in Utica, uh, which is a really exciting property. Um, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good sized property and, and we're, we're you know, hopeful that that will play out. So, so you know, we're still, we're still making as many moves as we can, um, recognizing that these times are a little bit you know, unique. So Ryan, how can you, if you can share with us what the outlook for the commercial real estate in central New York will look like coming out of the pandemic? Yeah. Uh, so Marty, I think there's, there's two things to consider here, kind of short-term and long-term. And short-term, I think we're beginning to see now where a lot of offices are starting to come back um, with limited occupancy or with interior barriers separating what was once an ideal amenity with open office spaces. Now you see that there's interior partitions going up, uh, additional cleaning regimens. Uh, in all of our commercial properties, as an example, uh, we have our cleaners coming through with a CDC approved spray, which automatically disinfects everything. And, and that's part of our ongoing cleaning regimen now, which I think you'll see pretty often. Um, so I think, you know, short term offices and, and each business is individual. They're trying to find what that looks like for, for their needs. Uh, you're going to continue to see in the short term a lot of remote working and maybe three days at home, two days in the office, something like that with with some tiered uh, in you know office uh, uh, actually coming into the office. I think over the long term, I'm not somebody that believes that um, remote working will continue to to grow. I think with with few exceptions, I think within technology companies, and I think of social media, I think of maybe some marketing firms, I can see them continue to work remotely a bit more heavy heavy handedly. Overall, you know, humans look for relationships and they look for connections. And you know, the best ideation for businesses is when groups of people come together. So I think it's very important from a long term perspective that we all come back to the offices and that we all you know, uh, uh, 
have that, that chemistry once again to actually create and, and inspire each other. Um, and I, I think I'd just say one last thing is to say that, you know, I'm very bullish on the Syracuse market in particular, um, because I think when you compare Syracuse to other markets, we really differentiate ourselves really well from an office market perspective. And the office market in Syracuse runs maybe 12 to $14 a foot. You're talking, you know, compare that to other markets where in New York City, I guess, as an example, you're between $70 and $100 per foot. So I think what you're going to see is companies that might have their offices or back office support in New York City or in Stanford or in New Jersey or maybe in anywhere in that downstate region. They're going to start looking, and I think that they should start looking to maybe expanding into the, some of the suburbs or maybe outside of the New York market. And I would say that if I were having a conversation with a broker representing a Fortune 500 company that's not looking to move their headquarters necessarily, but back office support, Syracuse makes a lot of sense. You're going to be paying a fourth or a fifth of what you'd be paying in Stanford. The cost per employee is roughly a third to a, you know maybe a half of what you'd be paying that same person in Stanford. Um, the quality of life based on measurable statistics is significantly higher here in Syracuse as well. So I, I think that in terms of long-term commercial growth here in Syracuse, there's a lot of potential upside, so long as we can continue to get that message out to folks that are in a position to, to make investments outside of New York or Stanford or any one of those major cities uh, that have unquestionably been hampered because they've been in those metropolitan markets where you know I'm sure they're all looking at cities like us saying, how did they get open faster? How does that affect my, my business bottom line? And maybe now this is a good time to take a look at some different real estate strategies. This is a great message for uh, for the community to hear that that you know there's optimism, the commercial real estate is going to be bouncing back, and uh, we have potential hopefully for new businesses to come into our area after coming through this pandemic. I think you know along with the education that we have available. The, uh, you know, we have some great resources and the quality of life. Hopefully this will be a, a new beginning or an invigoration to what we've just, as we come out this pandemic. So I think it's really important to hear your message. I appreciate it. Thank you, Marnie. Thanks for having me today. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining me and everybody. Please continue to stay healthy during this period of time as we go through the reopening. Uh, we will persevere as a community. Thank you so much.